How my client found his badassery and increased his energy. I was talking to my client yesterday. He's a brilliant mindset coach and also a philosophy major. He missed our last call together because he had a nasal congestion and was also feeling exhausted. So I knew I had to do something. In our call, I took a moment to connect with his soul and his energy body. And we found out something very, very interesting about his inner world, something that was holding him back, that was causing him stress, and was also holding back his business. By the end of the call, he turned into a totally different individual. Check out the full coaching conversation here so you can replicate what we did together in your business and your life so that you can scale your business with more ease and less stress. We had all Monday, so... Um... It's one of the reasons why I couldn't make it to the to the call. I just was tired, walking all day, woke up late. Um, yeah. But the moment I got back, or I was on the plane, I started feeling congested. It wasn't when I was in Seattle. It was when I got back. Interesting. So Interesting. It's been, yeah, so I got back Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday, today's Tuesday. No, today's Monday, so it's been a week. Mm -hmm. almost. And you've been congested for the whole week? Yeah. Mm, interesting. Are you doing some breathing exercises? Honestly, I don't think so. I think just because I've had a couple of papers due, I've been writing and reading and just getting stuff done. Mm -hmm. um, so I think part of it probably has to do that I haven't really taken the time to kind of ground myself and relax and let go a little bit of like unnecessary stress potentially. Yeah. Stress is a huge, huge, huge weight on, on your health. Yeah. It's like, like speaking in terms of brain waves, <clears throat> when we're like awake, when we're paying attention externally, we're in the uh, beta brain wave. And when we're paying attention internally, we're an alpha. So you usually alternate between beta and alpha, like you're doing right now, because right now you're in beta, you're paying attention to what I'm saying, and you're in alpha when the insight is sinking in, right? So you're paying mm -hmm. attention. So you can be in low beta, which you're probably in right now, <laughs> mid -beta, or high beta, right? Where high beta is like mm -hmm. the definition of stress. So cortisol goes up uh, and it makes it impossible to use the part of your mind that's most creative. Yeah. Right. Because it's not a time to, to listen for insights. It's not a time to become creative. When you're in high beta, it's literally fight or flight. And that's the only thing that the brain knows, right? So if you stay in that state, in that uh, frequency, for a long period of time, you actually see a lot of uh, cell degradation and even it's it affects your DNA as well. Yeah. Right. So, you know, giving yourself pausing a bit and giving yourself time to kind of reset before a task is actually very, very smart. You're going to see a better, uh, better performance. And your health will improve because it's like when you're in high beta, 
the uh, the brain gets disorganized and like the multiple parts of the brain, they stop communicating and they stop working together. But when you're an alpha, the brain gets coherent and a coherent brain allows for a co coherence in your body. And so you get better health as well. No, that makes sense. Um, it's funny that you were that you mentioned this because a few days ago I was uh, I had originally this was beginning of 2022. I had signed up for this uh, meditation course. Yeah, um, it was like self-paced, but I had actually followed this person since I was 13 years old. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Like um, before podcasts, before all these things, I just went to her website. Uh, it's called brains brainsync.com interesting and then the the person's kelly howell so i always would hear her stuff just because when i was younger i used to be super into wanting to be buddhist and like wanting to find out about meditations and she always talked about the waves and things and so yeah. this week actually i was like oh i i probably still have that course and i haven't really taken it and i want to learn more about these waves and kind of implement meditation so it's really interesting that you brought it up. Unfortunately, I found out that the that the course only lasted a year of access. So <laughs> I, I lost it at the beginning of this year. But that was actually one thing I was going to ask you since you mentioned it. Do you have any recommendations of playlists or things that can help stimulate kind of putting that those uh, wavelengths? Well, I mean, you can search for some, um, but uh, you can do Joe Dispenza's meditations, mm -hmm. but literally anything that, ca that gives you a great state and causes you to go inwards. Dispenza has this thing that it, when you're like aware of the space uh, that your body occupies within space, they say that like research shows when you're starting to be aware of that space, you instantly instantly go into the alpha brainwave. Mm -hmm. But it takes maintenance and it takes um it takes doing doing it consistently to kind of shift into that brainwave a lot faster because the temptation of going into stress and overwhelm is always going to be there. Right. So you got need to kind of balance that out by being consistent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that's super helpful. Um, and I mean, you point out something that I've been struggling with. I think part of it is not made worse, but kind of, uh, how do you say this? Like, I, I, I'm aware of it because of how congested I am, that I just like, I feel even more kind of like all over the place if that makes any sense. Um, in the sense where I feel like I don't have structure um, and the this idea that I'm not having a structure or kind of like what you mentioned with putting it into practice, it frustrates me. And I feel like everything so, I'm doing um, comes out of frustration. Yeah. How's your, how's your relationship with inspiration? It's hard right now. Mm -hmm. It's uh, yes. It feels like uh, I'm pulling. Yes. To get ideas out. Uh huh. 
And when when do you feel since when the the since when have you been feeling less inspired? I think when when I've been feeling like oh everything has to be like both in the business and in my program where it's like in my in my business and, and my graduate program is this is my last semester so part of it is you have to be at your best level like you can't mess up and I only say that because I kind of know myself. I know what I'm capable of. But if I leave things to the last minute or I kind of procrastinate, the, the, the level of my writing or whatever I say in class or, or anything like that suffers. <laughs> and so part of it is being responsible and saying, okay, bring yourself up to meet your expectations, mm -hmm. which I know that I can do, mm -hmm. but I think when I have that, my body's super wanting to be alert all the time and almost in like this serious mode. Yeah. So you put yourself into high beta, you put yourself into stress. Yeah. You're you're literally going with uh, with one foot on the acceleration, the other foot on the brake, because uh, on one hand you want to perform at a high level, that's the acceleration. On the other hand, you're putting yourself into high expectation and high stress, and that's the brake. That's the handbrake, right? Yeah. So one does not go with the other. So you're either in fight or flight and you're fighting for your life or you're either in creativity mode you cannot have both yeah because whatever you create from that state of stress is going to be disorganized disoriented and mediocre compared to what you're actually capable of right so since when again let me ask you this again since when do you feel less inspired i think when i got accepted to this uh program in italy mm -hmm. which was when was later that? in february february like late february mm -hmm. so you've been feeling less inspired then right yeah how has your inspiration been two weeks ago I mean, two weeks ago, I think I was in Seattle. I was just uh, being present. I, I really wanted to not have to think about like, oh, I should be doing something else. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So there, yeah, I think I was, I was like much more enjoyable. Mm -hmm. uh, did you have, yeah. trouble, did you have trouble breathing, breathing? No, especially with Seattle air, it's really clean. <laughs> well, yes, but you know what the Romanian word is for breathing in? No. It would have been weird if you did, but unless it's in an Ina song, and then maybe. <laughs> oh, okay, that makes sense. 
So what are you having trouble with right now? Breathing, inspira. Well, I don't know how, to, how you pronounce it. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it. You're having trouble breathing in, inspiring, being in spirit. Hmm. And you're being more matter than spirit, more matter than energy. That's where the difficulty is coming from. And literally, it's hard to breathe with, the, with this congestion. Of course. And breathing, it's like you, you're recycling life. You're recycling energy when you're breathing in and out. So what would happen if you didn't perform at your best? I think I'd feel disappointed with myself. Mm -hmm. And what would happen if that happened? I, it feels like um, it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be like, it wouldn't be worth how do I say this? Like I wouldn't be showing what I'm capable of. Um, it's almost like, why do something if you're not gonna do well at it? That's kind of like my mentality. Was that your mindset when you were walking in Seattle? <laughs> no. Were you like, I'm gonna walk? the best walk I ever walked in my life. Otherwise, I'm not going to walk at all. What's the point of walking if this is not going to be the best walk in history? I was not thinking that. Was it fun? Yeah, it was fun. Tiring, but very, very fun, I will say. Exactly. Yeah. Circulating energy takes a bit of, you know, makes you tired a bit sometimes, but... Here's what I'm sensing energetically right now in your body. There's this tremendous energy right now in your heart, like huge. It's waiting to come out. But your head is extremely constricted and dense. This is what I'm feeling right now. They're not communicating together. Is this resonating? Yeah, 100%. All right. I want to, I, I value this sometimes more than this. I know most of this is a society we live in. So that's okay, right? Yeah. There's no point in judging ourselves for that, right? So like, just imagine right now that like in your body, imagine there was a cycle between the two and they're exchanging both energy and information. You just, you don't need to close your eyes. Just, uh, just feel it. And now you're going into alpha. Hmm. Yes, a bit more. The reason I want you to have your eyes open, keep going, is because if you need to close your eyes to do it, it might be an excuse, it might be an interruption. Hmm. So you don't need it, it's something you can naturally do, right? Mm-hmm. Where do you feel energy building up right now? Here. Exactly. That's exactly what I was feeling as well. Beautiful. Beautiful. 
So what do you feel is happening now that's like keep keep cycling the energy, right? What do you feel is happening right now that more energy is building up here? I feel more calm. And it's weird, but not as not as congested. Yes, yes. Because congested is not just here, it's like here. Like exactly right. Exactly right. So keep cycling the energy, yeah. So when your heart and head sync up, your communication is very inspired. It's very soul-driven. It's very powerful. Yeah. Good. How's your love life? Um, it's like not really existed. Mm -hmm. How come? Not, um, in my head, it's almost like I, I don't have time for that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm very much either here in this office or at the university. Yes. And um, when I do go out or hang out, I try to just be with my friends. It's not ever in a setting where I'm trying to meet new people. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, there's people I find attractive, but they're in my program, but it's more like, because I see them all the time, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, they're interesting. But, but if, nothing. if something did happen, could you, like, would you have time? I think realistically, yeah. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. But I think I'm scared of how I might prioritize that because it's happened before. Mm -hmm. Where I, I, let's say I'm dating or talking to someone. Like I mentioned, sometimes I feel like I like structure. So when I do have structure and it almost feels like for me, dating someone kind of like throws a wrench in it because if they're oh i'm available this day okay let me move everything to be available for you right so it's not that it's the structure it's the people placing yeah yeah mm -hmm. right so do you feel that by you trying to perform at your best you're still trying to please your dad i mean potentially mm -hmm. i will say i mean i'm i can't help that like you know i'm graduating and i'm like okay you have to be there because you missed my first graduation um so i i think part of it yes but part of it is because it, i i want to please myself too like i want to mm -hmm. show that i can do a great job right mm-hmm And what if you don't? I just, uh, I don't, I don't want to be that person. So looking back 10 years from now, um, do you think you're going to look at your grades that you got this semester? Not potentially, 
mm-hmm. because hopefully I already have a PhD right yes. at that time. But that and I can't help but say like that's going to require my grades to be good right at this time. What does that mean? Like, what's the minimum requirement for you to get your PhD? Um, I'm in a master's and to get into a PhD in philosophy, even to get accepted, let's say right now I have friends who applied and we're getting accepted. Right. These are people with, you know, A's, A minuses and a program like a university, like DePaul University and forgot what, this one, uh, 300 applicants accepts six or seven students per year. Okay. So getting into PhD programs is difficult, but getting into specific ones makes it even more competitive. Right. So let's say you go into the best university, right? Yeah. And you finish top of your class there as well. But then you're still operating at the same high beta stress levels of needing to perform constantly. And you're constantly with one foot on the acceleration, one foot on the brake. And you keep going for years and years and years in the same state, right? 10 years go by, same thing. 20 years go by. You have all the titles but you're constantly in this friction state that you're feeling right now. Would you like that? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. But let's say like worst case scenario, you get in, you don't get into that school, you get into another school, you still get a PhD, not as prestigious, but you're a master of your state. your head and heart start to work together. You're more coherent. You're more impactful when you speak. Which of these two versions of you do you think is going to be more successful? The second, both like internally and and externally. Why? Because I'm going to enjoy what I'm doing. And I think that's like... Now that you say it, it's in my head, it feels like I can only be great if I am stressed, if I am hyper-focused. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I, I don't want that because it doesn't feel good at all. But in my head, like that's the only reality. It's like you have to be all or nothing. Flight or flight, fight or flight, all or nothing. Yeah. All, I'm all in, fighting, or nothing, I'm running away. All or nothing, fight or flight, yeah? So, yeah. So do you see like how you're programming your mind and your body with with your language? Yeah. Beautiful. So, we both agree that the second version of you is going to be more successful because you're going to enjoy what you're doing more, right? Whereas the first version, if the work is just stressing you out, 
more and more and more and more? Are you going to want to do more of the work? No, it's just going to be the last thing I look forward to. Beautiful. So knowing what you know right now, do you think you can afford to relax? Yeah. And I think I won't. I want to be able, because I, I think my head wants to kind of reason myself out of it and be like, no, you can't relax. But for me, it's relaxing and practicing it. Mm -hmm. Whether that feels uncomfortable, it's how I want the rest of my life to look. And if I don't start now, well, again, don't want to be like too harsh, but starting now is going to be able to open that. And also something, you know, something that I think about is like, it's not the end of the world too. It is the end of one world. It's the end of the world of stress, of all or nothing, of if I'm not in the best university, I'm no one. That's still all or nothing mentality, right? I'm either at the best university or I'm nothing. I can guarantee you 100% that somebody with less preparation but a better internal state will outclass, outmaneuver, outsmart the person with the best titles in the world but a worse inner state. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I, I see that happening already with people that I know. Right. What's uh what was uh who is Trump running against when he uh ran the first time? Uh Hillary Clinton. Right. Yeah, great example, right? So uh right, the first time, yeah, the only time. <laughs> so great example. She wasn't in, in politics her whole life, right? But because Trump had so much inner confidence and just was a lot freer internally than her, he could come up with the viral quips with the funny, uh, you know, tweets and shit like that. I'm not saying that he's, you know, either would have been a better president. I don't know. But what I'm saying is that his energy, his inner state was a lot more loose and free than hers. Whereas she was, you know, trying to use all of the politics information that she got, all of the titles, all of the, all of that. So this is what I'm saying. Someone with more freedom, more inner freedom, will outclass, outmaneuver anyone with more preparation. Yeah, as you say that, it's, what comes to my head is, 
um, one of one of the things I always kind of like I'm hard on myself is I don't have good memory, right? So I can't bring up facts, right? Other people in my program, they're like, oh, this is this is whatever. But what I always say is like, oh, I'm creative. I come up with new ideas all the time. And I think that's what I like. I'm like, oh, that's my strength, right? Um, but right now it's almost like I want to be like the rest of the students where it's like, I just want to say, say, say stuff. Yeah, no worries. You sit with that for a bit. Let me see if I can find this. Now, I, I don't think I can find the book right now, but yeah, anyways. So first ever personal development book that I that I read, Magic of Thinking Big. <clears throat> the guy said um, they were watching one of these, uh, you know, TV shows where they're asking like general knowledge questions and the guy was answering and, and, and like there were two friends watching the show together like, oh, this guy is so smart. Really, and the second guy, the, the second friend, was like an entrepreneur, and he said, "Do you know how much I would pay this person?" And the first guy said, "No." Well, I think around fifty bucks, not per hour, not per month, <clears throat> not per year, like for the whole lifetime of of uh, him working for me. He's like, "What do you mean?" Well, yeah, because, you know, for 50 bucks, I can get a pretty decent encyclopedia. So this is like a, an older book, right? So yeah. what you need is to open up the encyclopedia and I can find any information that this, this guy has. What I need is people who can think. And today we have Google. So literally these people's I, I can remember everything. This is literally a rather worthless skill. Yeah. Yeah, I think reminding myself of that. like embracing the creativity aspect of me yeah so do you want to be in an encyclopedia nope right now with ai that's even more of a worthless skill because the ai can also do a bit of reasoning but creativity, creating something out of nothing, that's very valuable. Or seeing connections where nobody else sees them, that's very valuable as well. Yes? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you say, when you said creating something out of nothing, I thought about The Alchemist yep. by Paulo Coelho. And, you know, that transformation of like, 
the lead into the gold. Because mm -hmm. uh, people can find gold anywhere, but transforming it like that. May I challenge you? Yes. I would like you, you and your friends to, or you, to start going out in new places, places where not necessarily you can go and, you know, um, either hit on people, but just make yourself available for, <laughs> make yourself available for new experiences, new, um, new people maybe just make new friends or maybe even a relationship why not right um because something something very interesting happens and i was listening to this today like when when you're doing the same thing every single day same thing same thing because we're talking about inspiration right in spirit the soul is like watching um watching a movie of your physical life right so the question is, how many times would you watch an episode of your favorite series every single day? No. You see what I mean? So this, want to. Yeah. this is literally what your soul is going through when you're doing the same thing every single day, having the same thoughts, having the same feelings and so on and so forth. Your soul just goes to sleep and you're yeah. feeling lack of inspiration as well so i want you to start doing some new things you know try on some new combinations with your clothes great get creative you know move some stuff around the house uh go on some different experiences and try on a different posture a new posture what i'm feeling also is a bit of a um maybe a bit of pulling back in here right so if you notice, when I sit, usually the sport is usually out, right? It's like the external confidence. So this is kind of your, your center in that sense. That's okay. You can cough. You don't need to mute yourself, right? Yeah, I just don't like how it sounds. <laughs> I don't mind, right? So allow this, allow this to come a bit out. My feeling is that it's going to support, like when you're focusing here, Pulling, allowing this to be a bit out, your focus naturally goes through from the head, through the throat, and from the heart, right? So you're you're naturally including all of these and you're creating coherence. Is this making sense? Feel yeah. that out right now. Feel that version out just a bit. Yeah. What do you feel when you're focusing here? It almost feels like um, like um, uh, the the first thing that comes to mind is like taking up space. Yes, exactly. And it's like my body wants to reject that, or like my mind wants to be like, no, you can't, or you shouldn't. Of course, because you your your muscle memory is in that sense, but. 
when I was slouching, again, it took a while to, for me to get, you know, took a bit of practice for me to sit up straight. Same, I had a challenge with my, um, my spine here. It was too arched within, inside, right? So I had to consciously correct it until it became natural. So of course, you're going to feel a bit of resistance in that sense, because you're dealing a bit with your habitual way of holding your body and holding your space. But and part of that is going to be breathing and being present too, right? I but do it when you're walking. Do it when you're walking to class. Do it when mm -hmm. sitting. Even now, right now, I'm being a bit leaned forward, but I still have, you know, I'm still taking space, right? Yeah. Okay. How does your nose feel right now? Right now, clear. <laughs> I'm not surprised, yeah. Is it easier to breathe? Yeah. Interesting, right? So we took no medication. Yeah. We didn't go into sauna. Any hot baths, right? All we did was shift your energy a bit. Yeah. How's your head heart connection? I'm I'm feeling it, especially like wanting to uh have that posture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Make a commitment to pay attention to this every day. Put a put a bookmark on the recording on this session. I know you're blinking. I know you feel like you're not gonna do it or you're hesitating a bit. Save this, <laughs> uh, save this recording. It's on our Facebook group, right? Tap the save button right there. Listen to this conversation in your headphones when you're walking to school or commuting to school. Could you commit to that? Yes. Mm -hmm. If you do that, all of the rest will come naturally. Mm -hmm. How long does it take you to get to school? Um, 15, 20 minutes from here. Great. So 15 minutes to go, 15 minutes to come back, right? That's enough for the conversation. Do you walk with friends or do you walk by yourself? Um, no, well, I drive to campus. Great. You drive by yourself, right? Yeah. Put in the car. I want you to listen to this for the next 30 days because this is important, right? Because if you don't, it's like something else happens in the brain when you learn something new right now, like you have new neural connection, literally like the, the neurons are connecting and bonding together, right? Yeah. Like in real time, literally they're reaching for each other and creating a new pathway, new connections, right? But if you don't feed these connections, instead of them becoming stronger and thicker, they just disconnect and they just go back to the old pathways because it's like path of, you know, wherever, wherever there's energy, that's where they, they, they focus. Right. So if you don't do this consistently, the, these new connections that you, uh, that we just built, they're going to go away. Yes. So I just want you to listen to the conversation in your car, 
<clears throat> and that's it. The, the rest will take care of itself, I promise. Okay? Okay. Beautiful. Well done, and keep me up to date, okay? Will do. Thank you for today. This was extremely, extremely helpful and supportive. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode and found some powerful insights that will help you scale your business. And if you'd like a bit of personalized help in terms of scaling your business with a lot more ease and less stress, and you'd like me to walk you through my warrior shaman system and show you exactly how it can help you do that, there's a link below where you can book a time together. In the meantime, please give this podcast a rating on uh, your favorite podcast app. It helps tremendously with getting this work out to uh, more people and send me an email. There's uh, my email in the description. Let me know what would you like me to talk about in the future or what are some questions that you might have. Until next time, I'll see you soon.